Welcome to All Villa, No Filler. Please like and subscribe to the show. Aston Villa have signed Nicolo Zaniolo from Galatasaray. The former Roma attacker joins on a season-long loan. To find out more about Zaniolo, I'm joined today by Lorenzo Bertoni. He's an editor of Football Italia, a website for English-speaking fans of Italian football. Lorenzo, welcome to the show. Now, what kind of a player is Zaniolo? Hello, Francis. Hello, everybody. Thanks for having me in. First of all, uh, yeah, I would say, I mean, Zaniolo is one of the most exciting players in Italian football, to be fair. He's been quite unlucky in the early stages of his career with two uh, knee injuries, uh, which kept him out of action for a considerable time. Uh, but yeah, he's, uh, he can be an attacking winger, he can be an attacking midfielder, he can be even a support striker. There's a variety of, of roles where he can play in. And uh, to be fair, one of the, uh, I mean, issues in his early career so far, something that hasn't really matched his, his talent, is not finding a coach who was able to uh, find the right position for him. So this is, uh, his Aston Villa move is uh, quite exciting for Italian football as well, because it's uh, like we want to know when Zell can give his best. And probably under Nayemeri, uh, we wonder where, he, if uh, this is going to be the right move to finally, you know, see his full talent and and see how really good he can be in. Uh, I mean, the Premier League is, is the best division, is the best league in Europe. So he's an attacking player, surely. He's an attacking player, with technical skills, with physical skills, which I believe have been hugely improving, massively improving, uh, especially after his injuries. He's become bigger and bigger. So as I said, he's very he's very exciting, but he hasn't shown his full potential yet. And it's, it's exciting to see uh, what he can do, what he can do in Aston Villa. Mm, it's particularly exciting to think of him working alongside Unai Emery as well. I think Emery has a tendency to have worked with players who have maybe slightly not reached their peak as a talent or maybe slightly underachieved before working with them and then just getting the absolute best out of them. It's sort of a something he's been doing a lot during his career. So I think in that sense, the Zaniolo signing definitely excites me. Um, you know, uh, but with his injuries, you know, he has had two ACL injuries, I think in both knees as well. Uh, you know, uh, do you have any concerns at all that he might, there might be some struggles to adapt to the physicality of the Premier League? Is, is the Premier League and its physicality the right place for him, given the injuries he's had? Well, it, it can be. I mean, if uh, he, he, he has had a few muscular injuries here and there mm -hmm. uh, during his time at Roma, and partially at the beginning of his time with Galatasaray. Uh, but I think at this stage, uh, I mean, the, the last injury he had was, uh, uh, was at the end of, I mean, the serious injury, the serious knee injury, the last one he had was, uh, was towards the end of uh, 2020. So it's been three years now. I think at this stage, it, it, it has to do a lot with being lucky or unlucky. It has to do a lot with his, uh, um, with his lifestyle. You know, mm -hmm. he's been struggling, especially, I mean, not struggling, but he's had a few muscle injuries over the last few years, but nothing major. So uh, I think in terms of physicality, he's ready because as I was saying, he's, he's growing. You can, you can see he's growing. So... I don't think there's a way to predict and to really say 
all right, this player, he's too injury prone. Now this player is going to struggle physically just because he, he had those sort of injuries. I think mm-hmm. he has the physical structure to be, you know, up to to the challenge in the Premier League. And then the rest, it's, as I said, it's, I think it's pretty much about being luckier and lucky and a lot about uh, his uh, his lifestyle off the pitch, which uh, a few people had concerns about it, but I would say that he has way improved over the last few years. Uh, uh, even Mourinho, you know, you know him, he likes to complain about referees, he <laughs> likes to complain about uh, players that he doesn't like, even his team. And he never really complained about Zaniolo. He never really complained about his attitude. Not even when Zaniolo asked to leave. Mm. He complained about Zaniolo. He said he had no problems with Zaniolo. So I don't think he has issues. I, I think Zaniolo knows that at this stage of his career, he needs to prove what he can do because there are many examples in Italian football where we had uh, great talents, players that we thought would do great on the international stage and then from one day to another, they were gone. They were disappeared, and years passed by very quickly. And I think Zaniolo is like that. Okay, and you know, you mentioned that he likes to play in like a variety of roles, and that's again something Emery likes in his players that they can that they're versatile essentially. Um, where where do you think his best position tends to be? Uh, I think uh, it, it it's not somewhere where he's been playing frequently. But I think somewhere between the attacking midfield and support striker, I think that would be the best place for him. Uh, he's been playing a lot on the wings uh, with Mourinho, especially on the right wing. He can play there, but it depends on the on, on the duties that he has. Like if he plays with somebody who likes to go on the wings and he can cut inside, either from the left or the right, to be fair, uh, then it can be... Then he can be quite. He can be quite good. I, I, I see him playing. I mean, I see him creating the most danger for the opposition from inside the pitch rather than on the wings. He can start on the wings, but it depends on the you know movements of other players. He doesn't have uh, an explosive pace uh, that you would expect from a classic winger. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's not. He's not a classic winger. He can play on the wings, but he has to cut inside. I think uh, and. Uh, and that's where he can he can create the most dangers for the position. Okay, and you know uh, at Roma he he had some uh, some really good times at Roma. He had you know a few lower times, mainly sort of injury related. But how how would yes. you sum up his time at Roma? Uh, well, highs and lows. Uh, surely the highest was his goal in the Conference League final uh, in two thousand twenty two. He hasn't he hasn't scored many goals, and I think. Uh, also because of his positioning on the pitch. He wasn't he, he had a few issues with, with injuries, but as I said, especially with Mourinho when the muscular inju- when the knee injuries were behind him. Uh, so he was kind of on and off the pitch, but he played quite regularly. He didn't score much, but he scored a very important goal for Roma's history because Roma never won a major European trophy. I mean and and, and he managed uh, and he managed to win it for Roma. So um, yeah, again, I would say highs and lows because goals contributions were not many. Uh, I think with Mourinho, he had a lot of defensive duties as well. You know, he likes uh, uh, players to help defensively. He likes even attacking players to track back, which was something Zaniolo was doing and he was doing without complaining. I think he was on good terms with Mourinho. Again, he never complained about Zaniolo, even when uh, this past January he said he wanted to leave. 
Mourinho, he even said, if he doesn't leave, I'm going to lie. If mm. he said, he said, if he if he stays beyond January, he's going to be included. I'm going to rely on him. But then the club, they said that uh, he had to go because he strongly wanted to leave. So he didn't play for Rome again. But I think the relationship with Mo was good. Uh, again, you know, you know, Mourinho would complain if there's something that he doesn't like, <laughs> but he didn't. So there's no reason to think Mourinho had was was on bad with Zaniolo. Okay, and you know. Why? Why did he leave Roma in the end? You know, he's, he had he's such a talented young player, really. You know, uh, what what was the reason for him going? Uh, there have there had been talks about his contract extension for a long time. Um, his contract, I think, was expiring in two thousand twenty four, mm-hmm. uh, and Roma, especially especially after his goal in the Conference League final in two thousand twenty two, we thought Roma would knock on his door and say, look. We uh, we are going to discuss the contract extension. We're going to offer you a new deal, and I think uh, it is that he didn't see from the club uh, the uh, the centrality in in that project for him. He didn't see that it could be. Uh, he didn't feel that it was important for the club because he thought that after such an important goal, the club would go and say we're going to continue together. We're going to offer you a new deal. On the other hand, the Roma didn't really do it. They didn't. They didn't put it on the market, but at the same time, uh, they didn't offer him something that he liked. So, uh, at some, at, they arrived to a stage where Zaniolo did, did no longer want to stay there because he thought he didn't have uh, enough support from the club. He didn't have, uh, uh, as I said, the centrality in the project that he wanted to have. Uh, there was an offer for Milan from Milan at that time, but they couldn't match Roma's asking price. So. Uh, so then Bournemouth came out. He didn't want to go to Bournemouth because they were not in a good position in jan- last January. And in the end, uh, when the transfer window closed in Italy, he was still out of the project and Galatasaray managed to sign him at the beginning of um, February. So Roma didn't even sign a replacement for him. They still managed to get to the Europa League final. Uh, they ended up out of the top four in Syria. So then somehow with Zaniolo, especially because Dybala suffered a lot uh, mm. with injuries in the second part of the season. Having Zaniolo would have helped, I think, Roma massively. Uh, but yeah, this this was the reason why. I mean, he was no longer on good terms with the club. He wanted a contract extension. He thought he deserved the contract extension, but Roma didn't do it. So so he decided to leave. And uh, I'm not sure how sure you know, how closely you've really followed him in uh, Turkey. But, you know, from what you, you know about it, yeah, how... How has he performed out there? Well, it's it's just twelve games, uh, mm. twelve appearances at least. Uh, so it's not it's not much time. Five games and twelve appearances is still a decent tally, I would say. Mm. So I think uh, I think uh, it was it was positive at least at least on paper. Then of course uh, you know you need a longer period of time to see how a player at least a year, I would say. If you think that he joined. Uh, in February, and uh, it's it's been like barely three or four four months of football, so it's it's not really enough. Again, he played in in some different positions. He was playing with some players in attack that he know well, not because he had played with them, but because, for example, Icardi, uh, like Mauricardi or Dries Mertens, they had played in Syria already, so kind of linked up with them quite naturally. 
but I think, yeah, on paper, it was good because five goals in 12 games, uh, it's more than a decent tally, I would say. Uh, and, and it's more than what he scored at Roma in the first part of the season because he got just one in, in two goals in 17 games, actually. Mm. Uh, so I think, at least on paper, he improved in terms of goal, or goal, or goal tally, but you can't really say that he, he settled in. I mean, he, oh, surely settling well, because even if you look at the social media comments on an Instagram account, the, the post where he says he's leaving Galatasaray, there are Galatasaray fans saying, thank you, you'll be missed, uh, we loved you, and all this stuff. He was in good terms with the club, he was in good mm. terms with the fans, and he left a good memory. So I think he was, a, he was successful, but it was a really short period of time. Yeah, it is quite amazing the impact he had in such a short space of time, which must surely yeah. suggest, you know, what a special talent he, he is if he can be that loved so quickly. Um, you know, uh, I mean, overall, you know, you look at Aston Villa as a team, um, you know, trying to get into, you know, even push for Champions League places. Um, you know, what do you think Zaniolo can can bring to Villa that maybe we don't currently have? I think he can bring... Uh maybe a little bit of unpredictability uh, in, in the final third. Uh, for sure, he can, he can bring more options. Uh, he, he is a player, especially in, in this period of his career, I think he likes to... He knows he has to learn. So he can give, give one more option. Uh, um, when an IMR needs to retreat a little, he can give, it, he can give that push to you know, try to break into the starting eleven, uh, it can give that sort of good competition inside the court, in, inside the club, inside the team, uh, for the attacking roles. And uh, as I said, it it can offer a lot of options. Uh, like for example, if he if an IMR wants to change system, he wants to use, for example, a false nine, he wants to add an extra striker. He Zaniolo can do all of this. He, he could also play. Alone up front as a false nine. He did it sometimes even with the national team. Um, I think it's mainly, yeah, unpredictability and uh, a variety of attacking solutions. Uh, whether, you know, Emery wants to start with him or whether he needs, you know, one goal to level the game or win the game, he can include Zaniolo so he can slightly change his tactical plan. Because he can really cover a lot of uh, a lot of roles, but what what would I expect, and I, what I hope for Italian football as well, if they and I finds uh, his role, finds a place where Zaniolo can play and where he can deliver constantly, so that maybe we we qualify for the next World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it's kind of mad that this great footballing <laughs> nation has not been to two World Cups somehow, um, and then we've. Of course, got the Euros as well. So I'm sure that uh, Zaniolo will be aiming to, you know, yeah. solidify his place in the Italian team. He's already been picked there. And I, I seem to recall that Mancini, who's not there anymore, of course, but Mancini picked him even before he played in Serie A. Like that was the uh, the level of belief he had in him. So uh, clearly there's a real player there. And I look forward to finding out whether um, he can do it in the Premier League and bring, you know, so, so much of his talent to Aston Villa. Um, but Lorenzo, it's been absolutely brilliant to chat to you. Thanks so much for all the information there. Uh, I feel like I know a lot more about Zaniola now. Um, but for those who might not know uh, where you are, um, where can we find you and Football Italia online? 
Well, Football Italia is uh, footballitalia.net uh, on, uh, on the internet. You find our website with Italian football news, uh, Italians abroad, like Italian, for example. And we are on Twitter as well, Football Italia, and myself, I'm Lore Beto on Instagram and Twitter, so you can find me there.